this something different. Don't tell me. I got it. It's your hairdo, right? You've been using a dinglehopper, right? No? No, huh? Well, let me see. New seashells? No new seashells. I gotta admit, I can't put my foot on it right now, but if I just stand here long enough, I know She's that I'll... She's got legs, you idiot! She traded her vice to the sea witch and got legs. Jeez, man. Welcome to the Bad Princess Movie Podcast. This is the podcast that seeks to catalog all of the terrible movies about princesses and princesses to be. I am your host, Christy, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Bree. Hello, that's me. Hello, and as is our now tradition, it is July, and July means it is my birthday, and we are going to be taking a look at yet another classic from my disney childhood uh which this really like reveals me to be a 90s kid if it wasn't obvious before uh it definitely is now we took a look at (laughs) beauty and the beast last year and this year we're taking a look at the original little mermaid or disney yeah 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 this, this movie is one year younger than me yeah yeah, yeah. 19, 1989. Yep. It's 34 years old. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I like, it's one of those things that it's like, I know, I know uh, that I know that, but like when uh-huh. you say it out loud and it, it makes it very real, it's just, it's bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to... To bring that reality to <laughs> that energy. Yeah, thank you. Oh. Um, uh, but this was, this was definitely a beloved film of mine. I mean, it still is beloved, oh. but as a kid, I was definitely a Little Mermaid girl. Um, yeah. I, I have pictures of myself as a very young, a wee bab just a wee little bab, and I have a birthday cake with the Little Mermaid on it. Aww. And actually, one of my earliest memories is being a kid at my beat a kid, <laughs> being at my my little kid birthday party, and um, I remember like my mom coming in with the cake, and there, you know, I was surrounded by all my friends, and I was like, I was very protective of the cake. I didn't want anybody like. Messing up the cake. And so I was oh, like, no. I was like keeping everybody's like hands away. I, which was probably very <laughs> unnecessary. It was probably like nobody was touching this cake. And I was just like, so like very protective like, over it. Nobody, nobody lay a hand on this. Don't, don't, do not touch the cake. Do not, do not touch the fucking cake. And I just remember my mom placing it in front of me. And because I was like, <sighs> like slapping my hands around really nearly, I definitely like hit the side <gasps> of the cake with my own hand. No. Did little Christy just <laughs> dissolve into dust? I think it was okay. I don't I don't remember okay, like freaking out, but I just remember like I don't know, Aww. for some reason that moment stuck with me. Like I, I was trying so <laughs> hard memory. So hard to protect my own cake that I I was the one that disturbed its its pristine <laughs> surface. <laughs> God. 
I have like a, I have like a few Little Mermaid memories. Uh, like, but I, I should ask you, Brie, what you know, what, what does this film mean to you, if anything? I mean, I know as a kid, I really loved it. Um, and even as a, heavy as an adult, like it's still like, it's still one of the Disney movies that I look back at very fondly. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's got it's. Not only does it have the sort of nostalgic love, but it is just a genuinely good little film. Like, it's just, it's lovely. It's, yeah. Like, it's, it's just a nice watch to revisit. Mm -hmm. It's very, no, it's very nice. Like, I don't think it was ever, like, my big, big favorite as a kid. I know it was definitely probably one of the ones that me and my brothers would watch on loop. Yeah. Um as kids do mm-hmm. but i don't i don't recall it being especially the favorite but yeah there there yeah. there were other disney movies that you you were more attached to well and it's weird because it it's it's hard for me to remember what i would what would have been my favorite as a kid i don't really recall yeah which is weird, but uh. I I think like I have a lot more memories of liking the Little Mermaid and the toys, especially like a lot of the toys oh, yes. stand out in my memory. Um, I again I'm more I'm a Beauty and the Beast fan as well. I actually every time I watch the Little Mermaid though, I start to question that like oh actually do I like this more than Beauty and the Beast? Ooh. Yeah. It's, I don't know, like, this movie is just, it's, it's just, it, it just makes me feel good. And there's some genuine, like, peril and adventure, but there's also, like, the cute romance between Ariel and Eric, and the music is, of course, great. So, yeah, I don't know, like, I still really love Beauty and the Beast, but this one, like, mm-hmm. felt like, it just, it feels like a very solid film, and I feel like it is probably... Like, in hindsight, I feel like it's probably the more appealing film to kids compared to Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast oh, yeah? feels more like... I feel like Beauty and the Beast is just more for maybe the older kids. I don't know. It just feels like a more maybe. mature story. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. This is definitely like... Yeah. No, I think you're right. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast feels a little, a little, not, it's not dark, but it feels like it has the potential to be a little darker, which is funny when you think about the original Hans Christian Andersen story. Yes. Yeah. For the Little Mermaid, which is much sadder. (laughs) Well, and, and we, we took a look uh, a while back at the (gasps) Toei animation. Toei animation one. Yeah. Yeah. And of course that one. That one had the original uh, ending of the, mm-hmm. the. It's, it's funny to think because I feel like, I don't know. I should chart it out because I feel like we could probably blame Disney's Little Mermaid for all of the following mermaid films that changed <laughs> the ending because, oh yeah, mo- most of the ones that I have in my collection. They tend to 
they tend to match the Disney one closer than the original story. They always give the mermaid a happy ending. And I don't know, I just find that so fascinating that that with this one movie, Disney kind of changed the popular perception of that fairy tale. Yeah. Like, I think it, it like, everyone knows how the movie ends, but I think it's, I, I know I'll, probably a lot of people know how the original story ends, but it's comparatively fewer, I think. Yeah. Well, it's always, it's almost presented as like a fun fact kind of thing. Like, oh, in the original story. Yeah. Did you know she, that actually she just fucking dies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of true for a lot of the fairy tales that Disney has covered. But I guess oh, Little yeah. Mermaid, Little Mermaid, I guess, maybe just feels like the most recent one that they, I don't know, it just really, like, really shaped how, again, how we see that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember I had, a, like, a storybook as a kid that had the original ending. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember what I thought of it. Which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember, I remember the book. It was really beautifully illustrated. It was, like, a duo book of, like, uh, Little Mermaid and the Twelve Dancing Princesses. Mm. And I don't remember, like, much of the Twelve Dancing Princesses, but I do remember, like reading the ending of the little mermaid one and being like oh (laughs) (laughs) oh shit i I don't think i was that young it was probably i was probably old enough to understand but it's still like oh yeah i see i I wish i could remember when i first found out about the original original ending because i don't have I don't have a memory of it, so it was just something mm-hmm. that I I just absorbed one day. <laughs> you I learned guess. at some point, yeah, yeah, y- yeah. And it just I don't know. It obviously it didn't make enough of an impact that I had to <laughs> that I have a memory associated with it. So I guess I was just like, oh okay, and then I just oh, moved I on with my. You were old enough to be like, oh okay, yeah, that makes like Disney changed it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Hmm. But Christy, do you? Do you want to tell everyone <laughs> about the, the plot of the middle the, the middle mermaid, the oh the Jesus. little mermaid? Do, do you want to tell everyone who's never seen somehow I, this film? I, I know I felt like kind of an asshole writing this <laughs> summary because I just felt like I was explaining to like a toddler like like you know like sh- well you never know some people just genuinely didn't watch a lot of animated movies or disney films growing up so like there's yeah. almost certainly some some people out there who haven't seen this i guess so and and i guess for their for their pleasure yes let's yeah. go through the plot summary for <laughs> D- disney's take on the little mermaid uh, the, for the original <laughs> little little mermaid we can't this is a hard word apparently uh, the little mermaid not the not the new one. We're yes. not that timely. No, no. The film begins and we are introduced to the underwater kingdom of Atlantica, home of the Mer people. There lives King Triton and his seven mermaid daughters, the youngest daughter being the 16-year-old Ariel. 
Ariel is a curious mermaid who is fascinated by the human world, spending her free time exploring shipwrecks with her fish friend Flounder, and learning about humans from the scatterbrained seagull scuttle. Contact between the mermaids and the human world is expressly forbidden, and so Ariel keeps her treasure trove of human artifacts hidden away in a secret grotto. Ariel longs to experience the human world for herself, believing that she might be happier there than she is in the water. Unbeknownst to Ariel, she is being watched by the tentacled Ursula, a sea witch who has a bone to pick with King Triton for banishing her from Atlantica. Flatsome! Get some! I want you to keep an extra close watch on this pretty little daughter of his. She may be the key to Triton's undoing. Frustrated with Ariel sneaking off once again to the surface, King Triton tasks Sebastian the Crab, his royal court composer, with secretly watching over Ariel. Sebastian follows her to the secret grotto and almost immediately blows his cover, but before he can return Ariel home, she spies a ship passing overhead. Ariel surfaces to find the royal ship of Prince Eric. Ariel catches sight of the handsome Prince Eric and immediately falls for him. Oh, Eric, it isn't me alone. The entire kingdom wants to see you happily settle down with the right girl. Well, she's out there somewhere. I just... I just haven't found her yet. Uh, well, perhaps you haven't been looking hard enough. Oh, believe me, Grim, when I find her, I'll know. Without a doubt, it'll just... Bam! Hit me. Like lightning. Unfortunately, a severe storm rolls in. Lightning and leftover gunpowder decimate the ship, knocking Eric into the sea unconscious. Thankfully, Ariel is there to rescue him, and she pulls him to shore. As Eric begins to wake up, Ariel sings to him. He catches a blurry glimpse of Ariel just before she jumps back into the sea. Eric is found by his surviving shipmates while Ariel watches on, and she vows that one day, somehow, she'll become part of Eric's world. It's not too long before that somehow comes to fruition. After Sebastian spills the beans about Ariel's new crush on a human prince, King Triton is enraged, and he uses his magic trident to destroy Ariel's grotto right in front of her. So help me, Ariel. I am going to get through to you. And if this is the only way, so be it. King Trident immediately regresses actions, but it's too late. As Ariel cries alone, she is approached by Flotsam and Jetsam, Ursula's eel henchmen. They tell Ariel that Ursula can make it so that Ariel can be with Eric. Ariel, unfortunately, takes the bait. Despite Sebastian and Flounder trying to stop her, Ariel meets with Ursula. Ursula offers Ariel a deal. I will make you a potion that will turn you into a human for three days. Got that? 
three days. Now listen, this is important. Before the sun sets on the third day, you've got to get dear old Princey to fall in love with you. That is, he's got to kiss you. Not just any kiss. The kiss of true love. If he does kiss you before the sun sets on the third day, you'll remain human permanently. But if he doesn't, you turn back into a mermaid and you belong to me. No, Ariel! <laughs> Have we got a deal? As payment, Ariel must give Ursula her voice. Pressured by Ursula, Ariel concedes, and the sea witch takes Ariel's voice, depositing it in her seashell necklace, and gives Ariel a pair of legs in return. As Ursula cackles, Flounder and Sebastian rush the now-human Ariel to shore. Ariel manages to clothe herself with some discarded sails, just in time for her to be discovered by none other than Prince Eric. Eric, who can't stop thinking about the woman with the beautiful voice who saved him, almost immediately recognizes Ariel, but decides she can't be his mystery woman after all due to her lack of voice. You're the one. The one I've been looking for. What's your name? What's wrong? What is it? You can't speak? Oh. Oh. Then you couldn't be who I thought. Still, the kind-hearted Eric decides that Ariel must have been shipwrecked and is in need of help, and so he offers her a place to stay in his castle. Over the next few days, Ariel and Eric spend time together, and it's very clear there's a mutual attraction between the two. One evening, they almost end up kissing, though the kiss is thwarted by the reappearance of Flotsam and Jetsam, who on Ursula's orders flip the boat Eric and Ariel are sitting in. Realizing her plans are very nearly foiled, Ursula decides she needs to personally intervene. That night, just as Eric is resolving to give up his search for the mystery woman and fully embrace his growing love for Ariel, the mystery woman apparently appears to him on the beach, singing Ariel's song. The next morning, Ariel wakes to the news that Eric is getting married to the mystery woman. The marriage is to take place immediately on Eric's orders, and Ariel is, of course, heartbroken. The wedding boat departs on the afternoon of the third day, meaning that Ariel is surely doomed to losing herself to Ursula. This is all according to Ursula's plan, who is of course revealed to be the mystery woman in disguise, having used Ariel's voice to magically bewitch Eric into choosing her over Ariel. Things are working out according to my ultimate design. <laughs> Soon I'll have that little mermaid and the ocean will be Scuttle catches Ursula gloating about her plan and quickly reports back to Ariel, who resolves to save Eric from Ursula. Flounder begins swimming with Ariel to catch up to the wedding boat, Sebastian goes off to fetch King Triton, and Scuttle is tasked with stalling the wedding. Scuttle does so, dive-bombing the disguised Ursula at the altar. In doing so, Ursula drops her necklace, which shatters and releases Eric from her spell, and also restores Ariel's voice. Eric and Ariel embrace, but unfortunately, are mere moments too late to kiss. The sun sets and Ariel returns to her mermaid form, at which point Ursula grabs her and jumps into the sea. There they are met by King Triton, who orders Ursula to free Ariel. Unfortunately, Ursula produces the magic contract that Ariel signed, meaning that Triton cannot undo it. He can, however, offer himself in trade. King Triton is turned into a polyp, and Ursula claims his magic trident for herself. 
Ursula uses it to threaten Ariel, but is stopped by Eric, who has arrived on the scene in a rowboat to try and harpoon Ursula. Enraged, Ursula uses the magic of the trident to grow to a colossal size. Now in command of all the seas, Ursula whips up a huge storm, including a monstrous whirlpool. The whirlpool dredges up several sunken ships, and Eric takes the opportunity to climb aboard. As Ursula is gloating about her victory, Eric steers the ship into Ursula's gut, stabbing her with the splintered bowsprit and killing her. With Ursula defeated, her spells are all undone, and Trident is freed from her contract. After the storm settles, Ariel is left once again watching from the sea as Eric wakes up on the shore, which King Trident witnesses. She really does love him, doesn't she, Sebastian? Mm. Well, it's like I always say, Your Majesty. Children got to be free to lead their own lives. You always say that? Oh. <laughs> oh. Then I guess there's just one problem left. And what's that, Your Majesty? How much I'm going to miss her. Using his trident, King Trident turns Ariel into a human, allowing her to once again be reunited with Eric. With that, the film draws to a close with the wedding of Ariel and Eric aboard the wedding boat, which is attended by humans and merfolk, who all happily cheer on as Eric and Ariel share a kiss. some straight up like this when when eric skewers ursula <laughs> yeah yeah straight up murder like yeah. he kills her which is wild to me i didn't i don't think i realized as a child like what what was, what was being what was floating downwards when they show the underwater like she she essentially like gets skewered by the boat and then she's like yeah dying and she's got the like scary i i had always scared me as a kid when when people would go like it was the electricity thing you see their skeleton underneath I was, yeah, oh, no, yeah the bones um and then she she basically pops like she explodes uh and then it's just like you got to underwater and there's just bits raining down <laughs> yeah, the water fuck. and it's like that's body parts like that's <laughs> Yeah, it's surprisingly, it's pretty visceral, and especially from Disney, yeah. um, you know, where it's like infamously Disney has kind of been made fun of in the past because it's 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 like referred to as like a Disney death. It's usually an off-screen yeah. death, and in and, and it's not, of, and it's caused by the like factors beyond the hero's control. Yeah. like it's yeah. not like they have murdered. <laughs> yeah, it's like like. like the villain's yeah. own misadventure, you know, caused it. Like they slip yeah, exactly. and, and they fall is usually how it goes. Um Yeah. I always think of, of Clayton in uh Yes Tarzan, oh, yeah. which is just one of the most brutal examples. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, if anybody if anybody hasn't seen Tarzan in a while, Clayton is trying to hack at Tarzan, uh, and he's like trying to get at him through the vines at these very tall trees. And as he's trying to get to Tarzan, the vines wrap around his neck, and Tarzan tries to like tell him, like, "Don't fucking do it, dude. Um, you don't know what you're doing." But Clayton, as he's flailing around with the machete, he cuts some of the vines, and he falls, and he he hangs himself. And you yeah, see, it's, it's you, fucked you up. <laughs> you see his shadow, and you <laughs> it's, it, like it's fucking it's wild. It's like it's it's one of. It's weird to say it's, like, my favorite, like, Disney villain death, but it's just, like... <laughs> it's just... it. It's, like, it's, it's just so intense. You're like, it's oh, shocking. my God. Yeah. That they went there, it's like, holy shit. I didn't yeah. think Disney would have it in them. Um, but also, it's still a matter of, like... The hero didn't kill the villain. Yeah, yeah. He... It was his own, like, his own doing yeah like well that's the that's the thing like tarzan in that case it was like tarzan was like no clayton don't and he's trying to save him which <laughs> yeah 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 whereas this it's like <laughs> yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna ram this whole boat into this big i will cartoon this bitch <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's I, I am skewering this sushi like this yeah. is she is dead they they do a good job though because it's it's oh yeah you you understand as an adult you understand exactly what's happening but they also do kind of obscure it a bit yeah like just like the, it shows like the moment before it impacts and then it just cuts to just like a a bus shot of Ursula reacting to being stabbed so you, you don't do actually and then, but then it zooms out, and you see yeah. that she has been skewered all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like it's like a distant shot, and it's something yeah. that if you're not like looking for it, because it's it's so dramatically lit, and it's at night, and it's it's you yeah. know everything is dark. So it's like if you're looking for the pointy bit of the ship sticking out her back, it's it's there. You can see it. <laughs> it's uh, it's sure like, there. The the chunks like coming for like that they had an earlier moment with Flotsam and Jetsam too where yeah, Ursula where, oh my god <laughs> she accidentally explodes them because like she's trying to hit uh, I think it was Ariel or Eric yeah, yeah. oh no Eric hit- yeah 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 because they kind of have Eric tied up and are drowning him yeah and she's like I'm gonna fucking kill him too and tries to tries to shoot him with the trident and uh hits Flotsam and Jetsam. And then and they're they... also floating down in chunks. <laughs> they explode and Ursula collects their their viscera in her hands and she's my babies. And oh it's, my it's God. a little fucked up. It's it's, I, it's a little fucked up. It's, it's I'm surprisingly <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I, I I laugh because it's like it's like that like this is a <laughs> this is a kind of a fucked up thing to have in a movie laugh. I don't know how to explain yeah, yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. I'm sure it makes me look like a serial killer, but it's just like holy shit! Like I can't no, believe. No, like it, it's it's the laugh of being stunned that is like oh shit. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I think you feel bad for Ursula. <laughs> like, I do <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like I, I like Flotsam and Jetsam just as like they're cool little designed characters, and then it's yeah. like oh they get exploded. Yeah. Well, and it's, I think also, too, I'm trying to remember, I feel like it's, 
like for Disney movies, if the villain has a sidekick, they usually like kind of hate the sidekick. You know, like the sidekick yeah. is annoying, or yeah, they're just like they're just a dick to them. Um, but like Ursula, like legitimately loved those two little guys. Yeah, <laughs> they were like her best friends. Up. Oh, well. I mean, oh, I I love Ursula as a villain. She's yes. so fun. Oh, so good. Just her villain song. Just yes, probably one of I bet I I bet out of all the villain songs, oh, I if 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 hers won that competition would not be surprised. I I. I mean, there's so many good ones from this era of Disney, but she is True. just so, so fun to watch. Her voice is absolutely perfect. Um, yes. Pat Carroll, who sadly passed away a few years ago. Mm. What a phenomenal voice. Just so good. And her performance. It's just so bombastic. And yeah. Just, just a joy, like, yeah, yeah. This is, I, I kind of miss this type of Disney villain. I feel like we've kind of gotten away from, like, ever since like Wreck It Ralph. I feel like Disney has been very big on having a twist villain that, yeah, you're not supposed to see coming, even though it's usually kind of obvious. Um, yeah, but. I miss when we just had villains who were just, like, from the start. Like, they're just a villain. And they love being a villain. There's no, like, there's no sad backstory to them. Or, like, yeah. they're, they're not, like, a misguided, you know, like, they think they're doing good. I just, I like Ursula because she's just like, I'm a fucking sea witch. I turn people <laughs> into polyps. And I love that about myself. You know? Yeah. Like, I love a good villain I love a good villain that you know where they came from and they're sympathetic and you understand yes. like their story and all that. But sometimes, sometimes it's fun to just have a villain that's like, no, like, fuck, like, I am who I am. I'm unremorseful yeah. about this. This is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just an asshole. I'm just f- fucking doing my thing. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's great. No, that's that. That's a good point. Yeah, like like you said, I do, I I don't mind me a villain that has like a really well done backstory. Yeah, it's but just. I think there's got to be room for both. Where there's like you're having yeah. you're having your some some like it's good to have a villain that's that's complex and 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 all that stuff. Like those those tend to be my favorite, but mm-hmm. I still like just a fun villain with a bombastic yeah. song that's just having a good time being evil <laughs> yeah it's just uh, there's like nothing quite like a good villain song really yeah you know? it's just i i was definitely like when when i was watching this again for the for the mm-hmm. podcast i was definitely singing along to ursula's song yes! because it's so fun and good <laughs> it's it yeah you know honestly like all of the songs in general i was kind of i i was thinking to myself it's wild that i don't i can't remember i think i might have watched this movie the when we did um 
when we did the toy animation little mermaid i feel mm-hmm. like i i watched that and then i watched the little the disney's little mermaid so it's been a good few years and prior to that i don't think i had seen the little mermaid in at least like maybe 10 years yeah and yet i still remember so many of the lyrics to every oh, song yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so deeply entrenched in my brain at this point that it's like... Yeah. 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 Although I imagine there's probably a lot of the songs that I think I know, but I've got the words wrong because I, 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 it's stuck <laughs> in the back of my brain from watching it on VHS as a child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I probably got the kid. words incorrect, but boy, it's still in there, though. See, and I, I feel like there's there's a few songs I know really well because I know that they showed up on the Disney Channel as like a sing-along in between. Um, ah, yes. The little like the old fashioned like little bouncing ball. Or no, I think it was like a little Mickey head, wasn't it? I think Ooh. so. I didn't watch the Disney Channel much. No. Oh. I don't think I had Disney Channel. We had Family Channel, which was essentially yes, yes, the sorry, Canadian version. Yeah, I oh, always think of that okay. one as as the Disney Channel because that's I that's all I remember watching on it was Disney stuff. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I my my grandma um had satellite TV back in the day and she had Whoa. the actual Disney Channel and so it was always Whoa. like a treat when we would go over to grandma's house cuz I get ooh, I get to watch like actual Disney Channel. Um <laughs> like that that uh that Adventures in Wonderland series. Did you? Oh no, you wouldn't have watched it. I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, did you see this? This did, thing that you said. Did you, you see the one you... on the channel that we, I just? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did not it have. Was, it was a live. It was a live action uh, Alice in Wonderland <laughs> series, um, but it was very 90s. So like, the White Rabbit was a dude uh, in like a costume and rollerblades. Oh <gasps> no, I wish po- I'd seen it. <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to send it to you on YouTube. I'm sure oh there's God. at least a few episodes there. But I just I remember that white rabbit on that rollerblade because he just did not he never looked confident about it, is the thing. Oh no. He always looked like somebody was just off screen and just gave him a big shove and he was just like oh, trying no. desperately to keep balance. <laughs> just doing oh. his fucking best to not fall on his ass. Yeah. Oh no. So I just, I, that was always my treat when I went over to Grandma's house. Is always trying to catch an episode of that. Oh, amazing! Oh, oh God! Yes, the Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was trying to like I didn't really take notes for this because I'm like I kind of know this one. I kind of know yeah. this film. Um, I've kind of seen it once or twice. Yeah, it sticks with you too. Yeah. And like anything any like little like weird nitpicky criticisms that I could have feel very like why do the fish get mad at the humans for eating fish <laughs> when the fish have to eat other fish? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> like what? yeah. I can't bl- Ariel is only 16 and getting married. That seems <laughs> yeah. bad. Like, yeah, all right. People have rehashed this before. Yeah. Well, like, and I, I, I was gonna say that kind of leads into like a good discussion about some of the criticisms of this film, or at least like the main one that I see. 
um, is that, yeah, people are frustrated with Ariel because they think that all she wants is to get a man, that she specifically has given up her voice and her entire life to be with a man, and that's problematic. But it's, I don't know, I feel like it's, like, I see where people are coming from. Yes. And, and, and she she definitely is. She's making a lot of stupid mistakes, but she is also 16. But Yeah, it's 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 one of those things where it's like, I feel like there was a period in my life where that was me too, where I was just like, oh yeah. my god, like, uh, this, this is sort of like, meh, like, she's 16. But mm-hmm. now as, like, fully an adult, I look at it and I'm like, yeah, she's a teenager. I remember vaguely being a teenager. You don't you're probably not making the best choices. No. Because everything feels like the end of the world. (laughs) And that was something I was actually really impressed by this movie, watching it as an adult, because she is, like, she feels like an actual teenager. She thinks... She really does. She she thinks she knows shit. Like, there's a moment, um, like, early on when she and her, and Triton are having a fight, and she tells him, like, you know, I'm not a child, I'm 16! And it's like, yeah, you are I'm, a fucking child. I'm 16 years old, I'm not just a little kid, and you're like, oh, honey. That being said, Triton, Triton does some shit in this film. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. We'll, we'll get in, we'll get into Bad that. choices. But, we'll get... <laughs> I, I just want I just want to emphasize that yeah. Yeah, like that's that's like such a sixteen year old thing to think is that yeah. you you feel like you're an adult you know you're on that kind of like weird like bridge between a like full adulthood and childhood and yeah you think you know everything even like the shit that Ariel gets up to um, not oh, even yeah. like the Ursula stuff but like going into that sunken ship to find a fork. And she's putting herself in danger because a shark attacks them. And she she's putting herself in danger for a fucking fork. And that's, again, that's another, like, very 16-year-old thing to do to me. An extremely to, to, teenage thing to do. Yeah. To yeah. P- put yourself in a perilous situation. And you don't even really recognize how dangerous shit is. Yeah, it's one of those things where you look back... With, the, like, the perspective of time as an adult, and you're like, oh, I should have died. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, shit. I, yeah, in fact, I probably, like, almost did die. Holy shit. Yeah. My father, my, okay, like, my dad wasn't the best, but he was probably right about not going into fucking sunken ships. Um, But then, getting back to, like, uh, just, like, in general, like, Ariel giving up her voice for Eric. Um, I, again, I see where people are coming from. I think it's unfair to Ariel, and and this is nothing new, I guess I should say. Like, other people have already pointed this out. I'm just gonna add my voice to that, too. Is Ariel, Eric is just, like, this tangible part of her wanting to be part of the human world. Before she even met him, she was already singing about wanting to be where the people are. Yeah, she, she, like, this... This, it wasn't like she was, like, completely disinterested in everything. Yeah. It's, it's, she already wanted this. This was just the impetus to finally be like, I'ma do it. Also, yeah. because of what Trident does. But, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
But this was it's, for, it's it's less for like I'm I'm gonna give up my voice for a man and more I'm gonna give up this to go and like fulfill my dreams of being yeah. in the surface world. And I think it's again I think it is very much like it's just he is the tangible representation of her being able to live this life and yeah. I'm sure this I mean this might be like like a bit of a reach but I could just kind of see the mindset of her like thinking you know like well if if I could only find Eric and like maybe he'll you know we're we're gonna fall in love and he'll he'll show me the human world and we'll be together and it's like it's somebody that she could latch onto to make it seem let like like it's possible that she could do this or that she'll have somebody there to like support her in this big scary experience it's like before it was I want to see the humans and now it's I want to see Eric because it, he becomes a representation for all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think and, and again, this is also another teenager thing too, is like being stuck on somebody like that. I think oh, yeah. I think that's very true to that experience. Of that age. I mean, I can't say I relate exactly to Ariel, but I have been a teenager with fixations and just having that experience of how that's like now your entire, like now your entire life revolves around this one thing that like, just like makes you feel happy and makes you feel joy. And for Ariel to latch onto that, especially as you said, like she is going through like this weird fucking like rough patch with not just, like, her dad, but her life in general, like, there's just this thread of dissatisfaction with living under the sea that she doesn't feel like she... I don't know, it just feels like she doesn't quite feel like she belongs there, and people don't understand her and don't listen to her. Yeah, which feels very, you know, the teenage experience. Yeah. So, I don't know, I... I'm I'm definitely willing to give the love thing, the romance with Eric, a big pass, and and I I might be biased, obviously, you know, I'm gonna acknowledge <laughs> that right off the bat. Um, and I think th- it's just the only the only reason why. Well, okay, I shouldn't say that that this is the only reason, but I guess just one of the reasons why this would be a problem is if, if this was the only type of love story that we get. But yeah, we've yeah. gotten a lot better at showing more in-depth love stories, especially from Disney. Or like yeah. just not, not having a love story in general. Not every story has to have a loved one. Um, so. Yeah. And this is also like, it. this part is like true to the old fairy tale, which is, yeah. you know, it's a fairy tale. Yeah. Yeah. And we've kind of talked about that. In other movies, I think, where because it's a fairy tale, you almost have to, like, you put your trust in it a little bit. That that's not how the real world works, but because this is a fairy tale, you can trust that Eric and Ariel truly love each other and they're meant to be together. And so it's kind of like, I don't don't, know. You don't need to think about how they feel in, in 15 years once the honeymoon's worn off and she realizes she got married at 16 and never experienced the rest (laughs) of the world and no stop the fairy tale ends where the fairy tale ends in this movie except Mm -hmm. for the sequel shut up don't worry about it uh (laughs) Uh, (laughs) she just gets to be happy 
and they're happy <laughs> together. And you can just let that hang. You can just yeah. let that be. It doesn't have to be realistic. It's a story. Yeah. I'm just going to say Brie. that she's married at 16. But uh, fuck it. What? <laughs> yeah. What? I was going to say, Brie, that uh, you might have to worry about that sequel. And you might have to worry about it a little sooner rather than later. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I definitely, I mean, I might as well say it. I thought it would be really fun if we took a look at, you know, we, we have this nice excuse to look at the like the original little mermaid uh, but uh-huh. this is a, this is meant to be a podcast to look at bad movies yeah that's princesses. true that's true so next episode i think we're going to be taking a look at the little mermaid 2 oh good i haven't actually seen it i know Ooh. bits of it because yeah. i've heard about it but i've never actually sat down and watched it i know it's about her daughter Yes, 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 yes. And Ursula's sister is there? Yeah. yeah. So that'll be fun. I'm very excited. And it's going to, this is, it'll be an interesting experience going back to back. I've actually never watched, <laughs> never watched this, th- these films in that oh way. So, oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time, folks. <laughs> but in true bad princess form. Yes. Yes. Oh, but where were we? Um, uh, oh. Yeah, definitely weird. Don't, please don't get married at 16. Please don't get married not, at 16. In reality, don't get married at 16. Yeah. It works out for mermaids, not so much for humans. Yeah. Well, or at least, yeah. I guess uh, let's, let's talk, let's talk about Triton, because you brought him up a little oh earlier. God. Yeah. Man. Come on, dude. Yeah. I I'll admit I have I have some sympathy sympathies for Triton. It's just like I I don't know. I think I I guess I just I feel I feel like he at least he knows that he's fucking up. And again, it doesn't excuse it, but the little shots that we get at him where he I guess he recognizes that he needs to do better. It at least gives me hope that... Yeah. It's, like, he does... He does something very, very cruel in the name yeah. of, of trying to protect her. But, like... It was extremely cruel, and that's n- there's no excuse for how he went about it. <laughs> yeah. But he does, it is from a place of, like, of I will protect you even if you hate me. Yeah. And even if it hurts you. So it is, like, it's an understandable character angle, but it is also, like, watching it is hard. So you're like, man, yeah. you are not helping her or yourself or anything. You are making the whole goddamn situation so much fucking worse. Yeah, well, and it's so... It's it's sad because it's really just... It's an issue of communication. If you... Yeah, if you tell your teenage daughter, don't do this. Yeah. It's bad to do. And she's like, uh, but what if it's not, though? If you just go, well, if you even think about it, I'm going to fucking destroy all of your precious items 
that you have painstakingly yeah. collected. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not going to work, my man. That's not how. It's not how good communication with your children goes. No. Uh, I just I don't know. I don't know why I get suckered in by like those shots of like him looking sad. I don't know. Yeah. It just like again. It, it's just like it gives me. It's like he just needs like he just needs to fucking smart it up. Like stop doing this shit. Yeah. Maybe fucking. Don't fly off the handle. Yeah. It's it's kind of like the beast, I guess. It's the same kind of thing where it's like you know that they're a good dude, but yeah, but they have yeah. this a, a bad temper that yeah, it ah, uh, I don't know. Just got smart, smart the fuck up. Just fucking come on, man. Come on, man. I will there is like one like really sweet moment with Trident that I want to highlight where after so basically Ariel Ariel sees Eric and she falls in love with him and she starts acting very lovey-dovey and her sisters notice this and it's like her dad realizes that oh Ariel's in love and he he's like all for it like he's he actually yeah. I don't know like just it's very sweet like how he acts like he's like oh who's the lucky merman um, yeah and I, like I think it's just like we've when we when we typically see a dad like Trident where he's like overprotective to the point of like this anger it usually also is like oh like my daughter shouldn't be hands off my or, daughter <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he's but but he's not. He's like very like he's like oh like this is great. Like my little yeah. girl's in love. This is very sweet. And it's then very he he, cute. Try, he tries to get Sebastian to tell like to like dish oh and God. like who's the lucky dude? And of course that fucking blows up. But it's, it's like very sweet prior to that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of her sisters, I feel bad for those yeah. sisters. <laughs> we all know who the favorite daughter is. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. We are the doctors of Great father who loves us and named us well. Oh, what the fuck are their names? <laughs> uh, oh, I don't remember. No like one remembers. Atina, Adela, Arista. I think there's like Alana. Oh, fuck, I'm missing two. And they Damn have like, this big debut concert just for Ariel. Yes. Where they're singing about I, how great she is. I gotta say, um, like, I know, like, like Ariel should have been there and all, but, like, shame on the stage manager for not fucking checking if she was in that clan before they yeah, sent what the it fuck? up. Like, I think, like, was nobody, was everybody just like, like, just like, oh, well, I mean, she's, she's probably in there. I, don't know. I guess. And they had like no backup. Like, I do, I do kind of wish we could have seen that scene go on. Cause I just want to know like what happened. Like, did they, did everybody, cause you Everyone see all in the, these. <laughs> in the I fucking, was... like, cause it, there's so many people who are there to see this like concert. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Like, did they just all have to go home after that? Or like, did like, I don't know. Like, hopefully they had other songs they could sing. Yeah, what we didn't see is that Triton stormed out and the the other daughters had to do the rest of the concert. Yeah. And <laughs> just like try try like make up for it. Yeah. God. Oh, 
Kermit the Frog came all that way to see that performance and oh my just... god <laughs> the little that easter egg <laughs> if, oh, for anyone good. for anyone who doesn't know there's there's a shot of like Triton uh like going over the crowd of, of people in this auditorium and in the crowd you could see there's Kermit um uh Kermit the Frog I guess to use his legal name um <laughs> <laughs> um uh-huh. like M- mickey goofy and donald are also in the audience it's like it's like a freeze frame thing um so i don't know how like people fucking spotted this before dvds you know oh uh, but it's just a fun little easter egg it's like the people who it's like when the rumors that we'd have back in like Back when we were in school and, like, the Lion King came out and it was just all the kids being like, Did you know that when he falls on the ground and all the the pollen goes in the air, it spells sex? Yeah. Yeah. There there were two for The Little Mermaid. Um, and one of them is true. Well, and the other is kind of true, I guess. In that it just looks like, um, they're both penis related, actually. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so one was the cover. Yes. With the dick on it. Yes, so the original VHS for the Little Mermaid, there's you have the castle of Atlantica and it's kind of this corally looking castle and yeah. somebody somebody drew a ding dong as one of the spires. Well, <laughs> I, I think I think I read like years ago that the person who drew it was just like no man, I didn't mean to draw a dick. Yeah. It was like 3 a.m. and I was fucking tired and I just didn't notice that it looked like a dick. <laughs> And no one else yeah. noticed either. Until Which it started, like, it went to print. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, honestly, it's very fair because it, like, I mean, it does look like a ding-dong, but, like, everything looks like a ding-dong, you know? Yeah. It's so easy to draw a ding-dong. <laughs> the, by um, accident. The, yeah. You can do it by accident. Yeah. It's like, I'm sure there's, like, there's whole, like, like websites probably that are dedicated to cataloging accidental dicks on things. <laughs> There's gotta be. But the other the other ding dong related um, rumor about the Little Mermaid is the priest at Eric and. Oh uh, yes, I remember that one. And how it's his knee, but he looks like he's got a boner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is like, it's one of those ones uh. that. I, I I definitely like when you look up the screenshot, I could definitely see it. It definitely doesn't look. Um, <laughs> it doesn't look you know. not like a boner. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that's probably the best way to put it. Um, I think they've edited that one out, if I remember right. I think so. But, yeah, but it, I don't know. It does. It, it, like, suspiciously, it, that one, it kind of looks enough like a ding-dong that I am, like, oh, that seems a little suspicious. Like, but I but can it's also, also see, like, someone drawing, like, because you're drawing so many fucking frames and you just don't yeah. realize, like, yeah. you're so in your own head that it, like, that's his knee, that's his knee, you're drawing and that's his knee, and then it gets to people later and they're like, why is he got a, why is his penis and you're like ah fuck (laughs) yeah (laughs) i can't believe i've done this 
Yeah. Some some poor animator. Again, like probably like yeah, some dude at three AM. Like I just need to draw, I need to finish the scene and then I could go home. Yep. Yep. God. Did you did, see and now I'm like I don't know why I have like a mental catalog of all like the weird like shitty Disney <laughs> movies. Did did you ever see the naked lady in the Rescuers? Uh I I have yeah because like it's yeah. they're going down through they're on on the the albatross and he's like flying yes. downwards and he passes by a window and there's the naked lady in there. Yeah, and it's like it's like a legit naked lady. It's not like a yeah. Like, oh, it's a vase that looks like a boob. It's no, it's it's just a legit a uh, naked woman. <laughs> yup. <laughs> oh, I Disney. Think, I think the the only one I can remember otherwise is the the Lion King one, which I rem- I believe. It doesn't spell out sex, it spells out SFX because it was yes. the, the special effects team doing all the cloud for the, like, the little things. So I think they put in the Easter egg of it being SFX for them. Yeah, the people yeah. People saw it were like, does that say sex? Yeah. Which, like, to be fair, SFX is probably not an acronym that most people would be familiar with. No. Yeah, they would so- have no idea. I could see myself doing something like that, though. Like, oh, yeah, this will be a fun tribute to, you know, me and my peers in the special effects community. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, no, everyone is so <laughs> weird. It's, uh-oh. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. <laughs> God. Oh. Well, back to The Little Mermaid. Right. This this film, something that I really enjoyed this last rewatch is just how welcoming everyone is to the now human Ariel. Um, yeah, they're all just very kind. <laughs> yeah, like everybody, the, the the washing ladies in in the one place that are like, <laughs> I guess they they just found some random fucking girl on a beach. <laughs> yeah. Like, if he's looking for a bride, there's some ladies right here. <laughs> Which is yeah. really funny. Yeah. I did kind of like, I like that little moment just because, uh, having worked in in an office with ladies that like to gossip like that, it was like, oh yeah, yeah. like I've, I know, I know exactly who these women are. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, everybody, everybody is just very sweet to Ariel, who is just this mysterious young lady who washed up on a beach wrapped in a sail can't she's see, trying to doesn't know how forks work can't read or write yeah like, everyone's just very kind to her yeah they're just like well we're gonna help you out um grimsby's like immediately trying to set her up with eric yeah <laughs> which, is, which is just kind of it's just i don't know it's adorable i love it <laughs> i think just because we've we've seen um like we like I in the previous Little Mermaid movie where the Toei one, like the parents of the prince were very fixated on him marrying another princess. Yeah. And and that's something that it shows up in other adaptations of the Little Mermaid story. It's it's people don't realize the mermaid is herself a princess, so they they kind of just assume she's a commoner. Here they they figure she's a commoner, but like nobody gives two shits about that. Yeah, well they're like, well, they're just they just want the prince to get fucking hitched already. Come on, yeah, he's yeah. what? 
19? Gotta get a move on. God damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck dude. Yeah. I don't know why. I just, I don't know. I just find that very sweet that they're just like. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to play matchmaker. And, and like this again, this is another thing. Like this, don't do this in real life, people. It's God, not. No. Don't do it in real life. But it's 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 cute when it's in a movie. Because it's, yeah. again, it's you have that. We we like Ariel. We know that Ariel likes Eric. Eric likes Ariel. We want to see them together. It's okay that like exactly. people are trying to play matchmaker. <laughs> it, it, it's good here. Yeah, it's it's there's except there's an exception, and this is the exception. <laughs> I think it is very yeah. sweet to see their romance. I know it's like they've literally known each other for three days, but like. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so cute to see them like making like the little lovey eyes. It's it's really fun to see Ariel like or just like in general a Disney character like being flirty because I don't know if you really see that that often. No, but she's like she is the explicit purpose that she has right now is get that man. So she's doing her best, but she's also taking time to like be like. I'm going to have a, a fun-ass time because I get to yeah. finally experience all this, like, surface stuff that I've dreamed about. Yes. So she's not, like, she's not only flirting. She's also, like, grabbing, like, taking the reins of the carriage and being like, let's fucking go! Yeah, motherfucker! <laughs> let's jump this fucking carriage! Woo! <laughs> Poor Eric. That's such a great scene because he looks, like... I don't know, like, just, like, the shell shock in his face as they, yeah. like, jumped over that, that fucking... Again, like, Ariel doesn't know shit. She doesn't know how fucking dangerous this is. She just, like, launched herself and the crown prince of the kingdom off, like, a fucking cliff and, and thankfully did not break any of those horses' legs when they landed. Yeah, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> uh, just, like, the, that look of Eric, like, as he's, like, kind of rising up from the floor of the carriage <laughs> from which he was flung to. Oh, just great. It's just very good. So she's like, she's flirting, but she's also just like having the time of her life. You're like, hell yeah, girl. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just enjoying herself. And I think like after so much of the movie where she is feeling misunderstood, she's longing to be part of the human world. It's so nice to see her get to experience it. Yeah. It's just, it's very nice. Yeah. And there's the the kiss the girl, which is just it's just a fun little sequence, you know? Yeah, yeah. Then she's like, well, now it's time. Yeah, she's like mega flirt, activate. Okay. I'ma do the little head tilt down, but eyes look up, like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well it's just oh, it's like such a fun, like, I don't know, song. It it's just like it's just such a fun moment to see play out because Ariel loves Eric. Again, Eric loves Ariel, but he doesn't know that he loves Ariel. But he all like he loves the mystery woman. But also, he's kind of like like this Ariel girl's also like pretty nice. Yeah. And I'm actually yeah. kind of liking her a lot too. And it's yeah. It's like him I don't know. Like I just like I just like seeing him go through that. Like he's hung up on this mystery woman. But he's also got this like girl that he's really clicking with and him trying to battle that out in the song. Like, you see, like, him kind of turn away from Ariel a few times. And yeah. 
he, like, I don't know, him, like, kind of allowing himself to, like, fully embrace, like, his growing love for Ariel is just very sweet. Yeah. And I, I love the moment with him and the flute, because he's, he's, like, again, he's he's hung up on this mystery woman, and you could kind of, like, you could imagine what he's thinking in his head, because he, he almost just kissed Ariel. Um... You know, he's very, like, interested in her, but but doesn't know what he should do about this mystery woman. And Grimsby comes along. Eric, if I may say, far better than any dream girl, is one of flesh and blood. One warm and caring and right before your eyes. And it's yeah. that final n nudge to make Eric, like, realize, like, yeah, like, you know what, like, this is dumb. Like, why am I, why am I doing this? Like. Yeah, like, what, I don't even know who she was. I, mm -hmm. it, I gotta, like, I, why not, yeah. And then he yeah. flings the flute in the sea. <laughs> yeah, which, like, this, I, I do kind of laugh. Like, you, I mean, it's, it's a great dramatic moment. It's but symbolic, also but also, man, come on. That's probably fucking expensive. I do really, I, I would like to give a little shout out to the sound effects guys. I, I love the sound of the flute being <laughs> flung. Yeah. You, you hear, you hear that little like, as like the, the <laughs> wind goes through. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's such a good, like, I wonder if they had to fling an actual flute to get that. <laughs> I hope not. Oh, it's just so good. And then oh. of course... Vanessa, then, we then never Vanessa, yeah, Vanessa shows yeah. up. Yeah, I forget if they say her name. They do, the they movie. do. Do yeah. they? Okay. It's when it's like literally when he's when they're getting married on the boat. It's like, oh, do you take okay. Vanessa to be your wife? Gotcha. I was trying to, I was trying to figure that out because I, I missed that. I was like, where the fuck did we all get Vanessa from? Um, <laughs> it said I... one time. <laughs> I do, I really like how in this version, it's not just, um, it's not just the prince finding the lookalike to the mermaid and falling for her. It's like Ur Ursula as Vanessa enchants Eric. So it's not just that yeah. she shows up with Ariel's voice. It's like she has to like fucking use magic to be like, no, like, yeah, I got to seal this deal. He, she's like, I gotta do this and I gotta do it now. So I'm just yeah. putting this boy under a spell. Literally. Yeah. And I think that was like the very smart choice to make because if at this moment, if if Vanessa had just appeared to Eric and Eric was like, oh shit, the mystery woman, I guess I'm marrying you now. I think we would have lost all fucking sympathy for him. Yeah, it would have been like, oh, okay. So like you just, you... Choo you're choosing now to just fucking leave Ariel in the dirt. Like, yeah. you don't care about her. Yeah, like, it would have been very hard to come back from that. Yeah, yeah, it was. it's very smart to have this be like, no, he... he is under... he is literally brainwashed by, by the villain. Um, yeah. He's not just being like, I'm now conflicted because I love both of these women i guess it's mm -hmm. yeah it's i i'm marrying her because magic yes yeah i do i do really love too that this leads to um 
when Ursula, uh, as Vanessa, is being dive-bombed by Scuttle and, like, the other, like, critters that he's rounded up, Eric just fucking stands there at the altar. Yeah, he's just like... (laughs) (laughs) No reaction. Yeah, and, like, nobody had, like, I, uh, you know, nobody caught on, like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, you think yeah. his servants are Well, nervous, they're all but... busy looking at Vanessa getting <laughs> smacked by Fucking seagulls. Massacred by these, oh, it's so good. What, what I did, like, with, uh, with the thing where she steals, uh, Ariel's voice is that the voice actors really got to, uh, have some fun. Yes, yeah, With Jody playing Benson. the villain, yeah, like, cause she- <laughs> She doesn't get a lot of time as Vanessa, but the time no. that she does, she is having a great time and it's wonderful. I never, I didn't really quite get as a kid that, and this is going to sound very stupid because it's literally in the fucking movie, but I didn't Oh, that it was get. the same voice actress? Neither did I. Yeah. Neither did I. Yeah. I always, like, I didn't catch that either for some I, reason. I guess- I guess I I just just yeah I guess like just assumed like they just got like some other lady because like, like sound alike yeah yeah um yeah she uh, Jody Benson does a great job at getting that like that like Ursula stank to her voice <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh. yeah no like. I feel like it was maybe just this past viewing that I I was like, oh yeah, yeah that really well. just is her doing like a really good voice. I I <laughs> I think it, I was in this was so fucking long ago at this point it makes me sad to think about, but I was in university and I watched this film with a friend and that was when I noticed it. Uh, it was like oh shit that's Jodie Benson and my friend like looked over to me and was like yeah of course it is uh, uh, yeah obviously she stole her fucking voice like no shit that's what she's using (laughs) (laughs) oh god listen (laughs) don't worry about it it's fine don't worry don't worry about it god Oh, what what else? What else for this one? I don't know. It's it's almost hard to talk about because it's just such, such it's it's a good film. It's so, yeah, it's a lot of fun to watch. I I feel I need to give a shout out. I need to give a shout out to Sebastian because oh, yes, I really appreciated his middle aged dad energy. He's not a dad <laughs> himself, but he's I just. I feel like a lot of times when we have the animal sidekick, they are like a younger. I mean, they're like flounder. They're like yeah. A younger well, we character. have flounder. Yeah, they're that's usually you know even not just in Disney movies but like in the Barbie movies in other like movies trying to be Disney, the animal character is like if they do talk, they're like usually very kid friendly. But yeah. in this one. Sebastian again. He's like got that middle aged dad energy where he's just like, I I want to fucking I got my own career that I want to focus on. I want to have to babysit this the teenager. Like Triton is like, hey court composer, <laughs> you know what you should do? Babysit yeah. my daughter. Keep an yeah. eye on her. That's your job now. And he's like, I write music. And Triton's like, I don't fucking care. Go <laughs> I don't go care. keep an yeah. eye on my daughter. Like that's, man, come on! That's it's not in his job description. No, oh, 
it's I I mean I'm kind of happy for it because I I like I don't know I just like that Ariel has like this like when her own dad is not being the most supportive she does have like a weird supportive dad in Sebastian yeah and as I'm saying that I almost wonder if that subconsciously helps you feel okay with Ariel like going on this adventure because again this is another like part of that like I'm a 16 year old and I don't know the depths of danger that I put myself in this could have ended badly for Ariel real bad yeah if someone other than the very kind Eric found her or like they didn't they someone else tried to take her in like I don't think they'd go there in a Disney movie but you know that obviously could have ended badly there it could have ended quite differently if if this was (laughs) real life Having having Sebastian there as like the sort of buffer as like yeah this like exasperated dad, yeah yeah like at least Sebastian is going to be there like he can't do shit because he's just a tiny little crab but <laughs> he can at least like watch over her and yeah. give her counsel and advice um, yeah and like they yeah. have they have their own little sweet moment too where he's like I'm gonna fucking march back to your dad and tell him what happened and he's gonna yeah, go to Yeah, oh, I love that little little bit. I'm gonna march myself straight home right now and tell him just like I could have done the minute and don't you shake your head at me, young lady. Maybe there's still time. If we could get that witch to give you back your voice, you could go home with all the normal fish and just be... just be... Just be miserable for the rest of your life. All right, all right. I'll try to help you find that prince. Yeah, and she just gives him, because she can't talk, so she just gives him, like, the big, like, big blue puppy dog eyes, and he realizes that if... If you go back to the ocean, you're just going to be miserable. So I yeah. guess let's let's try and get you this man. Let's do what we can to get you this man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very, it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. And then he almost gets eaten. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I had a uh, friend in high school, and I don't remember why what the context was anything but i know that my that my friend emily would just break out the le poisson le poisson it's <laughs> <laughs> a good moment and it's just very good <laughs> and i don't uh, remember I was... why that was a thing but it was <laughs> I will say we were talking earlier about like being able to sing all the songs. I will admit that is one song that I can't sing, but that line, that's the one line that sticks yeah. with me. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> and it'll stuff you with bread. Doesn't hurt because you're, you're dead. dead. Oh. I kinda love oh. I kinda love Louis because he just he's so happy about his job. And it's yeah, like, he's having a great time and you know and to his knowledge he's doing nothing wrong yeah yeah like, like he's stuffing him with bread specifically it doesn't hurt because they're already dead yeah which yeah. i don't yeah. think you're supposed to kill crustaceans before you cook them but i don't know maybe that's just yeah. lobsters maybe he was trying to be humane i guess 
uh, yeah, I, yeah, at least in that scene, like, he just, he's just enjoying his job. He just wants to go do a good job. Um, and there is, like, that short bit at the end where he comes back, and that's where it kind of feels like, okay, maybe Louis has a... <laughs> he has a problem. But, he yeah. is a little unhinged about getting this one particular crab. <laughs> yeah, especially because I feel like at that point, um, like, people probably realize, oh, this crab is, like, the new queen's, um, like, bestie, so... Yeah, maybe, maybe you should not try to murder that crab. Yeah, we 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 have to acknowledge the the uh, existence of fish people now. So. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> that was one of the notes that I had. <laughs> this was this must have been the weirdest fucking day for for everybody on this boat. <laughs> Just oh, you can talk to all of them. Well, well, I I I, <laughs> I see. Even just like. Just like imagine you're attending a wedding, and, <laughs> and like just before, fully like, half of the of the guests are in the water. Half, half yeah, half the well, and like you, even before that, at like Vanessa and Eric's wedding, you're attending a wedding, and it turns out like half of the wedding party are actually um fucking mermaid people, <laughs> and and then you're on because like. What, so Eric leaves the the wedding boat in a rowboat to go catch up with Ariel, but presumably that wedding boat is like watching all of the shit go down. Yeah, with the everyone giant is just uh, slightly off camera watching all of this happen. Like, holy fuck! What yeah. the shit? Yeah, I. Everyone like, is witnessing a kaiju battle, and no one says anything. No, no, and and from this, like that's that's how you find out that mermaids are real. Is that? this happens like it yeah <laughs> it's just wild these these people the the, sh- the shit that they <laughs> that they saw that day i don't know like it just is bizarre to think about yeah <laughs> everyone on that boat is just they saw well, some like, shit they would have had to like come back and like explain to like their family also oh, how was prince eric's wedding like oh my god you are not going to believe this <laughs> Um, you should sit down. I need to tell yeah. you something about the ocean. <laughs> Those, oh my god, yeah. Those washerwomen had so much shit to gossip about. The oh next my god. Day. Oh they had my so god. So much. <laughs> god. Oh. oh, good movie. Yeah. Thank you for picking this one for a watch. I was due for just a, a nice rewatch of this one. Yeah. It's it's funny because, uh, dear listeners, I like this is again this is my plan going into this. I wanted to take a look at a classic movie for my birthday, and yeah. then you know, as mentioned, we're gonna take a look at The Little Mermaid two to follow it up. But uh, I I also reminded myself about the Felix the Cat movie, okay. um, the other day, and that one has a princess in it, and so I. I was so like tempted um, to make Brie watch that one. I actually I said in the we in the Discord chat we have with each other. I said <laughs> I I also reminded myself that Felix the Cat exists. So uh, there's your choice for the next episode. So it's either between the Little Mermaid or Felix the Cat. And your response was you completely ignored that I suggested Felix uh-huh. the Cat, and you yeah. just said I'm down for the Little Mermaid. Like yeah, uh-huh. that's good. Just like no 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 other acknowledgement. Uh-huh. Like, All right. Brie has made it very clear. Uh-huh. I know Brie you're going to has... make me watch it sometime, 
But yeah, it yeah. wasn't today. One day, one day I'll get you. Oh my god! I, a, that's a. <laughs> I don't think because I don't think I've ever seen that movie. But something about it. Yeah. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. It's it's a bizarre movie, and when we get to it, I'm sure I'll tell the story again. But I loved that movie as a kid, so it was an experience watching it as an adult and just like being like, "What the fuck was wrong with me as a child?" Why, like, what happened? Why was this? Why did I like this movie so much? I like, like, I remember my fucking cousin, one of my cousins got the VHS to Felix the Cat stuck in our VHS player and it, and it, like, and we couldn't get it out. And I was so fucking upset because he ruined my fucking Felix the Cat VHS. And like. And, like, as an adult, now I'm like, no, that was the smart move to do. You needed to prevent me from making that movie my entire personality like I have with Labyrinth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm literally, I just, I went and found the Felix the Cat movie trailer, and I'm just looking at it in, on mute right now. <laughs> I don't know about, like, oh. something about it makes me yeah. deeply uncomfortable in the way that old cartoons do sometimes. Yeah. I'm sure we'll watch it sometime. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Uh, <sighs> yes, look forward to that. But I, I guess just, yeah, to finish wrapping this one up. Yeah, this is a this is a nice watch to do. I'm glad we yeah. have the excuse of my birthday month to take a look at these. Some of these classic films. They'll have to figure yeah. out what one, what one we're going to do uh, for next year. But I got to. We'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. But if you've never seen the original <laughs> Little Mermaid, I guess you should give it a watch. Give it a watch. It's pretty good. I I have yet to see the live action one. Um, I've heard it's pretty good. I I have heard it's fine. Like, yeah. But I the only thing that I saw about it that was like. I think I saw like Flounder or Sebastian, and they oh, made yeah. them just photorealistic animals, and I'm like, this yeah. doesn't. This feels weird now. Yeah, I don't know I don't... about this one. <laughs> I yeah, it just I don't know why we're like, we're in this. I'm sure the acting and everything is wonderful, and all the animation is great for the little fish character. I'm sure it's great, but also, yeah. I don't know about the the realistic fish. <laughs> Yeah. And I Trying don't, to I don't emote know. on screen. Well, and that's, I don't know. Like, I do, I'm not a big fan of, like, the Disney live action movies in general. Um, yeah, I haven't, I don't think I've seen any of them. The, like, I see the clips last, from them and I'm like, meh. Yeah, the last, the last one I saw was um, the Beauty and the Beast one and I was, I was not happy. And it oh, just. Oh no. It just felt so unnecessary. Like, if you're going to redo these movies, I feel like you really need to put some, like, do something unique. Like, I I enjoyed the the, the live-action Cinderella quite a bit. And I feel like because oh, yeah, it felt yeah. like, it felt like it had its own identity. It felt like yeah. it was not just the, like, the, the original animated one, but with live-action. Yeah. And... Beauty and the Beast very much just to me felt like 
they were just like using the original movie as a storyboard and they added in some things here and there but it just didn't feel substantial enough and it just like made me go like i really fucking wish that i was just watching the animated version yeah. <laughs> like if <laughs> if it brings nothing else really to the table then what's the point yeah yeah, so, yeah. but I don't know, maybe if I, if whenever I get around to seeing the live action Little Mermaid, I'll have to try and weigh in on that. Yes. Please, but. please share your, your feelings on it. Will do, will do. Well. Well, I think, is that, is that about the long and short of it, Christy? I I think so, Bree. All right. Uh, you you did have a listener question for me, if I oh, do recall. Oh yes. So I got a, a message on Tumblr, um, mm-hmm. that was asking if you had ever seen the uh the princess French musical movie, uh, Po de, huh? Donkey Skin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I'm laughed. a I'm a. Are you laughing I, at my French pronunciation? I, I I laugh because um so I I have I haven't seen I have indeed seen Donkey Skin. I liked okay. it. I liked it quite a lot. Um I showed it to my friends at a movie night one one year and I used to do like a little summary of the movie to like give people an introduction and for this one, I also fucking struggled with the French pronunciation, so that's why I laughed, because that was, like, my experience, too. Poda. We're watching Poda-Anne. Poda-Anne. It's a French film called Poda-Anne. And, but, <laughs> but yes, I, I really, I really enjoyed Donkey Skin. It's, it's okay. like a cool, it's a cool film. It's weird, nice. but it's like an artsy weird where, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, it's one that has been on the docket to show you for literally years now, since the beginning of this podcast. I thought I had, uh, like heard you talk about it. So that's why I was yes. like, I'll, I'll ask this question, but I'm pretty sure that yeah. at least Christy has seen this. Yes, um, yeah, it's just, it's one that, because it's, like, kind of a good movie, I kind of keep putting it on the back burner, because, uh, yes. well, you know, obviously this is a bad princess movie podcast, we try and focus <laughs> on, like, the weird batshit insane ones, um, and space out some of the good ones, you know, obviously we take a look at some of those nice ones, um, of course, but yeah, this, I might have to... But see, now this is the thing. We just took a look at a nice one. So now I'm like, where do we fit donkey skin in? So, Well, we'll have to do it at some point soon. Yes, but yeah. I've, you've already planned out what the next one is. And <laughs> yes. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> oh, I'm, looking, I'm really looking forward to Little Mermaid too. So I hope everybody else is. <laughs> I... I have a history. I have a history with this fucking film. Oh really? It's not a very interesting history, but it's there, so I'll do, I'll explain in the episode. Excellent. I look forward to it. Oh, yes, but I think that draws this episode to a close. So, uh, if 
you want to follow us on social media or what have you. Um, or, you know, what what have you. What have you. Um, we are still on Twitter. Twitter is still... Um, Somehow we, <laughs> Twitter still exists. <laughs> Twitter's still limping along. We are on Twitter at BadPrincessMOV. Um, I also, I, I did make a backup Instagram account for the Bad Princess Movies podcast. I have, like, not fucking posted anything on there, but... Just putting it on the on the podcast audio in case like Twitter does ever eventually die. Um, Bad Princess <laughs> Movies is the username on Instagram, so feel free to nice. like look us up, um, but don't expect much. <laughs> <laughs> um, otherwise, we have the email. If you want to email us with a question or comment, feel free to email at badprincessmovies at gmail.com. And we also have the catalog of Bad Princess Movies where you could peruse my opinions on movies that have have been profiled on this podcast, but the ones that we also haven't gotten around to yet. Actually, I think Donkey Skin is up there, if you wanted to oh, like, nice. see some of my, my initial thoughts on that one. Um, you could find that at badprincessmovies.com. Nice. Also... Also. We keep re- forgetting. We keep forgetting to tell people we are, if you want to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, we are on there. Yeah. We have, like, literally been on Apple Podcasts for, like, um, I think, like, two years now. <laughs> and I just kind of kept forgetting so, to, we to are, mention We it. link the Podbean. Um, yeah. Which I love because then Christy can put up a, a fun surprise as the preview image. <laughs> Uh, for each episode but we are yeah. if if that's where you get your podcasts we are also on apple podcasts yes yeah if that's if that's easier for people um and also um this 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 is here we'll just catch up of all the shit that i forgot to like <laughs> talk about we always forget. um we both forget oh god but like I think like two months ago, um, I got a notification from Podbean that we passed um, 10k downloads. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, y'all. Holy Actually, we're shit. At, <laughs> we're at 12k now because I. Oh I my fucking, god. I took so long to fucking mention it. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Thank you, everyone, <laughs> so much who has enjoyed the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you One for what you did. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Oh. I wonder how many oh. of those downloads are me re-listening to the Swan Princess episode. Oh, fully half. <laughs> yeah, pr- probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. If I need something, if, I, if I'm working on something, I need something to listen to, I go and, I, I go and listen to us. I don't know if that's like a weird Amazing. thing. Amazing. But- it shows that you have a passion and love for the subject matter. Because when I love something, I want to hear people talk about it. But there's just not a lot of options if, if your love no. is bad princess films. So you <laughs> just come back true. to us. So it's like I need somebody to create a rival podcast about the <laughs> series that I can listen to. That would be amazing. Oh, good. Well. 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 If anybody does, please send me an email so I could start listening to that instead of just listening to our own podcast over and over. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, everyone. Yeah, thank you. And happy very much. birthday to Christy! Oh yeah, we- everyone say happy birthday, Christy! 
Yay! I'm old! Uh, or, or, comparatively older than I was, I guess. <laughs> Every moment we we reach an older age. <laughs> yeah! It's, it's weird, and I don't know how to deal with it. So I just... <laughs> I just buy Yu-Gi-Oh shit on eBay. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. If you've got any cool Yu-Gi-Oh shit you want to show Christy, send them to the send them to the Twitter. Christy's all about that Yu-Gi-Oh life right now. Yeah. We talked about, in the last episode I talked about getting sucked into Barbie YouTube. Now I've been sucked into Yu-Gi-Oh YouTube and the nostalgia is strong. <laughs> Please send uh Christy all your hype Yu-Gi-Oh shit. Yes. I want a dual disc. <laughs> gonna make a throne oh. for you, and we're just gonna put the oh. uh, just the dual disc on it. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Uh, well. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks. It's Have, over. It's over. Have it's a good over. one. Goodbye. <laughs> Exodia, obliterate! Each little slug here, cutting a rug here, under the sea. Each little snail here, no heart or whale here, that's why it's hotter under the water. Yeah, we're in luck here, down in the muck here, under the sea.